cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks know what car like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bam, stand my ground Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tao I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. I am having a fantastic day today. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe I'm on a new skin treatment. You don't know. You know? I'm not, but it could be that, you know? I had a good breakfast this morning. A lot of the guys in here, including a very handsome man who did give me a hard time for, you know, I enjoy having a healthy breakfast in the morning and getting going in the mornings and there's a lot of feedback from people but you know what must i do if i'm enjoying my life it is awesome to have you here i hope you're having the greatest day of your life wherever you may be uh, on this fine planet called earth um with me i have the honor of having uh cristiano ronaldo david beckham manchester united aficionado and best mate unofficially basically daniel ricardo with a zulu name senzo sitebe ladies and gentlemen what's going on senzo sitebe Nothing much, my man. Also, let's 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 not lie to the public. Yes, I said your 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 breakfast was fantastic, mm. but it's just that you felt some type of way about it. You know, you 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 don't have that confidence. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what? It's the tone. What tone? The, the, the oh, tone you applied when you was, you saw my breakfast. Even though I have the same breakfast every day, I know. Yeah. But that's what you do in that room. I've seen. Uh, well, what's that? Okay, uh, well, what? you arrange your breakfast in such a manner. And I'm sure you probably take selfies of it, but today you didn't do your thing. Sorry if I threw you off. No, not at all. Not at all. But I mean, maybe you want to describe what I'm having for breakfast and why. No, you're... no, no, no. That, that's for you. That's, 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 for, that's for the people to, you know, to, to, to ponder. <laughs> Let's not give away too many of our secrets. You look good today, dude. Uh, uh, thank you, Chairman. Are you perhaps on a new skin treatment? No, I mean, no, you've no. got the, not uh, wearing the Brentwood pants. No, nah, not at all, my man. I'm... You know, I'm just me, man. You're just living your life, eh? You're lucky you've got the proximity to it. Oh, okay. Am I? What am I benefiting of? The no, clock? I didn't say you. You're benefiting of. I'm it. lucky. I'm just I lucky. I said you're lucky to have the proximity to it. Yeah. As am I lucky to be to be in the proximity of you and see, and witness such awesome breakfast. So I hear you. It's it's sort of uh, it's a, it's an infinite loop of awesome. You know what I mean? I hear you. The, no, I, I'm feeling that. You I'm know, feeling that on my behalf. You know behalf, what I mean? So. You should let the haters infiltrate. You know. I'm with you. Exactly. No, you're a good man. You're a good man. It's As a are you, my man. Hey, today we're going to talk Cristiano Ronaldo. We're going to talk Springboks. Uh, we got Kane Riley in the house. If you don't know him, you can look him up. Uh, runner extraordinaire, all-round cool guy uh, from the Western Cape. Cannot wait to chat to him. And then Senzo will let us know there's a huge case in the world that just... Wow. I mean, listen, if you're into R&B music, because I know the time we live in now... Um, you have to cancel people immediately once, once you find something out... Because is it is it Michael Jackson's music we still don't listen to? Who, who's cancelled? There, there, there's always one, or or is it the, the hey, gentleman bro, the, who's who's about to be cancelled officially? It's, it's and the have gentleman who's about to be cancelled like properly. Okay, but we still listen to Michael Jackson. Huh? What did he do wrong? Uh, you shouldn't have children sleeping at your house when you're a grown man. But was well, he, he was a white woman at the end, so maybe that's okay. People but, do but trust did he go to jail for older it? white. Did women. he go to jail for it? Oh, are you saying the law never caught him? But were we there? Allegedly, obviously. Macaulay Culkin said it on Joe Rogan. This other guy, you know, that we're about All to right. discuss, he's so you, he, he's in the mouth. So you, you're defending a, Michael, huh? No, I'm not defending him. It's alleged. 
What's alleged? He had children sleeping at his house. Okay, but did he did he do anything funny with them? You what? Guys, forty with with fifteen year old sleeping at his house. Come on, since. Maybe they, I, I, let me keep quiet. Actually, Macaulay Culkin said nothing happened. Then, who are we? Okay, but he was like fifteen at the time. That's weird, isn't it? It is weird. But, it is uh, weird, dude. But the, you know, Michael Jackson is proof. I don't. He's a white woman at the end. It, it got very weird. All right, he ladies and gentlemen. childhood. He said, "Have you seen his childhood?" <laughs> you know, listen. Joe's gonna make him dance and sing. You know, and no, no time for fun there. That's tough. All right, Michael Jackson never quite recovered from childhood trauma. Uh, can't do anything about it now. R.I.P. Uh, to the king of pop. Um, but wow, we have a situation popping off on social media that is going to get real. Sports show, big time. Ronaldo, Springboks, Kane Riley, and so much more coming up on the other side. Cliffcentral.com. Haters go hate. I'm, I'm going to keep having the breakfast that I have, you know? Senzo this morning, big time hater. I didn't hate on uh, your breakfast. I think uh, Ryan, a lot of people haven't met him. If you haven't seen the uh, behind the scenes, he's the guy who wasn't being weird in the video according to James, which was some incredible editing at the end there. So all of them sort of giving me uh, some gears. Uh, one of our colleagues, Barrett, as well, uh, giving me a hard time about having a healthy breakfast. And I mean, that's that's sort of a... That's Ryan over there. Um, that's James on the on the left of picture. Ryan in the black shirt. Um, it's tough. Oh, hashtag Ryan versus Senzo. <laughs> that is the hashtag for today. Uh, so that's Ryan, who is perfectly normal, by the way. Uh, if people are wondering, he didn't do anything weird on the weekend. Okay, let me let me address two things. Go ahead. One, I did not say your breakfast was weird at all. You like being a victim. You're doing what James does. You, you hang out with James too long. Okay. James likes to be a victim. Uh, but he does support Liverpool, so it's rubbing off on you. No, fair enough. Two, there's no, there's no Ryan versus Senzo because, I mean, we all know. Not, aren't even in the same league. We're not even playing the same sport, so... We can debunk that one quickly. Uh, okay, in what sense? I'd like to get into that second one a bit more. Brack, brack, brack. Yeah. So Ryan, he's got all the limited edition. He's got that. You know, Ryan. We don't been there. We don't done that. Let, let me let, let me be honest, okay? Because it's just how I have to be. I, I can't hold it in. Is Ryan is comfortably the blackest man in the studio, and there are four black men in the studio, right? And I even include you, Senzo, who went to St. David's and. Grew up in Ilovo, you know? I didn't grow up in Ilovo. Well, I mean, you, you know, once you go to St. David's, the, the, once you enter that circle of wealth, it, you know, it, it leaves something on your character. Um, but Ryan is the blackest man in here. Have you seen Ryan's swag game in terms of the shoe game? Nice kick games on Luke Kane. So you're playing two different sports in that sense as well. I mean, Ryan, incredible swag game. And he knows, he knows what's going on with the culture. Like, like I would go to and him. I don't. No, you, you more and know. I don't. I, I think you have a more um, jack of all trades vibe where Ryan, because number one, he comes from a sound background. He's really into music. But Ryan, the, let me tell you what Ryan said the other day. And very comfortably. There was no, mm -hmm. you would never do this. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Ryan was making a reference about how confusing something was. And he said, yeah, yo, it's so confusing. By the way, that is the Ryan you just saw there with a very Caucasian-looking skin. And his point of reference to explain to me how much of a mess this situation was, without thinking about it, yeah. he went straight to, yo, it was so confusing, bro. It was, it was like, we are Jola 99. But even the way he said it, I was like, yo, Ryan. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So Ryan's about about it. I think you, Ryan, James, powerful trio there. If you guys could just stop the violence between you and Ryan, there's no violence. Whatever conflict there is, there's no conflict. 
Let's just seek a resolution. No, do you know what the young... You know, these young cubs, mm. they see they see Mufasa. <laughs> and, they, and they want his blood now. Okay. That's why every day they rag me. I think, have you seen them before they get to work? They sit together. They're plotting my downfall. And they don't know. Everybody wants to kill the king. Yeah. Now, when they get one shot, my boys. Now, Mufasa was the bad guy. In the... No, 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 no. Mufasa was the good guy. Simba's dad. Scar's oh, he's the bad guy. Scar's the bad Oh, so you're saying you're Mufasa. But Mufasa dies. So they, they actually... Who threw him off the, the thing? Scar. Scar. So you're saying Ryan Scar. For, like, like, I didn't say it right. By the way, Senzo, not, not everyone's 50. They don't know that a movie called Lion King once came out. Um, it came out even two years ago. So oh, That was the Beyonce one, but no, watched that. That's actually, terrible. The fact see. that Beyonce was the voice for Lion King is terrible. It's terrible for everything. But So, Scar was... So, who's Scar? Ryan. Is Ryan the bad guy? No, you, no you've done it now. You can't just say Angus and Gade. So, who's James in that hmm? whole thing? Since Okay, I, I don't want to fuel the, fa- the fire between James you and Ryan. James and Ryan, between them, they score on the hyenas. Those they, hyenas. They can, they can choose whoever they want to choose, but yeah. there I said it. Yeah, pack of insatiable uh, scavengers. You know, just because my team is wounded, they think they can come circle me like, like the they vultures scavenge. and the hyenas they are. Yes. Not me, my man. No, James, I'm not sure if you ever, ever thought to yourself. Uh, look, look, James has thought to himself, I'm a scavenger, but I, I don't think he's ever thought that's something that would happen to him. Um, <laughs> all right. No, fair enough. Senzo, I want to talk to you about something. Sure. Uh, okay. So you are Mufasa. That's very cool. Yeah. I like that you see yourself as that. Uh, if I don't see myself that way, who will? It is what it is. It is what it is. All I, right. I laid it out for you to play it out. Sometimes How you feel about it is, you, is a you problem. Sometimes it be that way because... You know what I'm saying? Hey, I feel you. I feel you. Hey, uh, you know who doesn't know what you're saying is a, a guy called Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, yeah. So now, what? I mean, we touched on it yesterday, but three losses in a row. Yeah. Manchester United Football Club. Well, talk to me. Well, what are we thinking right now? We're a Man United fan. We're you. Look, Where's your head at? Are you panicking or are you just saying rest? Uh, relax, guys. Relax. Mm. You know, people are acting like we are, we're Arsenal Football Club. No, that, that's not us. We're only one point behind. You know, we've got the same record as Chelsea, same record as City. Like, it's guys, it's not time to panic yet. It's good these things must happen now, you know, mm. rather than they happen. It's must-win game now. It's April now, and then you, you chuck it like that. You know what I mean? Let us figure it out now. If you want something to go wrong, rather, rather let it go wrong now. Yeah, I mean, but that Aston Villa performance, because I, I rewatched. No, the no, 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 the performance was terrible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The, the performance was terrible, but also I think... You know, I don't think it's a, it's a, I don't think it's Ronaldo's problem or it's a Ronaldo. It's it's to do with Ronaldo. Mm. I'll I'll break it down for you after you tell me your your views and how you see the situation and all that. Yeah. No. Listen, CR Seven. Yeah. What a what what a guy. What an institution. What a time to be alive. Where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the Manchester United manager. Yeah, no, I know. Right. I was just thinking, like, I was reading a few articles last night, and I thought, wow, this guy's the Manchester United. When I grew up. I'm not kidding. I thought Alex Ferguson was the most powerful man in the world. Like, <laughs> like everyone always used to say, oh, the president of America or whatever. Like, because I, I, I've loved football since I was four. Sure. I will never forget my, the first time I played a football match. It was the greatest day of my life. So to me, I was like, who is this guy? Arrigo Sacchi, because my dad was into Italian football and that would be on. Mm-hmm. So obviously when they were doing it, I, I, I had Sacchi posters everywhere. And then Fergie, when the Premier League exploded, I thought, that is the most powerful human being in the world. Yeah. 
So for me, I always, you, you, there's something, the child in me says the Man United job is the most important job in the world, in my mind. I know that's not really what it is, but Oli Gonosolskia is the manager. What? Yeah. This is where we are. You're in a mood, Chris. Yeah, man. But like, you know, you look at where we were when we hired Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and we just thought, you know, maybe it needs somebody, you know, that knows, that knows the club. Yeah. You know, that, that was there when Fergie was doing it. Yeah. Now it's just like, okay, cool. It's your team now, you know, and we don't look any better or look like we... Look, I get what he's trying to do. Uh, yeah. I get what he's trying to do. But for me, I've always said it. Oli's not ruthless enough. Mm. He, 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 for lack of a better word, he needs to be a dick. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Like, you know, you can't please everybody at this level. You're going to disappoint a lot of people. And can't be, you can't be a... Pizza. Okay. Senzo, let me tell you what I think is going on there. Yeah. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo is in a situation right now and it's a tricky situation let me tell you something about relationships folks it's one thing I do know and it's one thing I cherish I have very few but uh, the ones that I do have matter to me a lot I really really care about people that I'm in a relationship with and platonic uh, romantic whatever it may be family it matters to me when you're in my inner circle personally I don't care how other people feel if I consider you in my inner circle you matter to me. And something I've realized in my 35 years is that relationships are about frequency. And that frequency is to say, you know, when you adjust the radio and you get it perfect and it's on 97.9 because that's what the station is. It's something called attenuation. You, you attenuate, right? You must find the correct frequency to pick up the correct sound at its peak. That's what you want to do. Relationships are about frequency. And in everything... Right? In every relationship, there's only one reason to fight. There's only one reason for tension. There are two realms of existence, expectation and reality. There is nothing else. There are your expectations and there is reality. Friedrich Nietzsche, uh, probably my favorite philosopher of all time, and not probably, definitely, yeah, famous for what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and much, much more says the most wonderful thing. Every single bit of pain that human beings feel, is what Nietzsche says, is the separation between the ideal self, so who you think you are, and the real self. Now, it sounds like that's the same thing. Who I ideally want to be, who I think I am, what my ego or super ego, as James Ilsley has told us before, uh, what that part tells me, what the id wants to tell me, uh, are not always the same thing. It, it's not always the same thing. What your ego and the id believe are not always the same thing. Friedrich Nietzsche said, the separation between the, tr uh, the real self and the ideal self is all the pain we feel as mankind. So let me tell you this. In companies, there's something called organizational tension. And if you don't manage that, it gets really ugly really fast. A guy called Cristiano Ronaldo is his own organization now. He's no longer a footballer. He has transcended the game. He is the Jamie Foxx of football. He has transcended. I mean, Jamie Foxx has done it all. There's nothing he hasn't done. I'm Grammy, yes. Every single award. You, I'm everywhere all the time. I'm a five-star actor, five-star comedian. I can dance. I can sing. I can do it all. Cristiano Ronaldo has done it all. So he has transcended football. He has ceased to be a footballer. He is an entertainer. Cristiano Ronaldo is as good as Michael Jackson. He's as good as Britney Spears. He has transcended football. Him and Leo Messi have transcended this thing. So now it's an organization. 
But now there's another organization called Manchester United. And you know what's really important in life as well? If you're in a relationship with somebody, romantic, platonic, doesn't matter, your family, if you don't keep an eye on your family, there will be tension. You know why? Because they think you're still a child, but no, I can look after myself. And your parents still treat you a certain kind of way, but actually I can look after myself. You have to communicate that. Cristiano Ronaldo, ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing the height of organizational tension, right? Because what's happening is Cristiano Ronaldo wants to win right now. You know why? Because he has to win right now. I don't care how much he thinks he's Superman. He's probably got another two seasons after this. At most at this level. At most. Father time comes for all of us. Greenwood's not ready now. McTominay's not ready now. Varane's probably going to take a season. He's a legend. But the Premier League is just punishing and it'll ask questions of you. Man United are not ready to win now. So the organization of Manchester United and the organization of Cristiano Ronaldo, just like you and your girlfriend when you fight, right? Stop drinking on Sundays, right? I want to see your goals, she'll say. What she's saying to you is, I'm growing up. You need to meet me there. Cristiano Ronaldo is ready to win now. Man United are not ready. Now that is going to create tension. And you're seeing little slithers of it. Because Cristiano Ronaldo back in the day never used to talk. He, he, I've never heard Cristiano Ronaldo need, need to say, oh, we need to win these games, whatever it is. He knows he's taking care of business. And folks, let me tell you how I know Ronaldo uh, and United are in the same place. He's come and he's doing what he's done at Madrid, at Juventus, everywhere. Everyone else isn't where he is. He knows that. If you think he doesn't know, it's like, oh, no, I'm scoring goals like ever. Why are these guys not passing to me more often? Why am I not getting in the box? He knows that. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. He knows what it's supposed to be like. He remembers Tony Cruz. He remembers Modric. He remembers Marcelo when he's getting it on the half turn. What's different here? Folks, there's organizational tension and it is real. And let me tell you why that tension exists. Manchester United, right, are now only legendary in name. Cristiano Ronaldo is legendary in name and in action. Man United haven't been legendary for eight years in terms of what they're doing on the field. Let's be honest. Only the name now is legendary. What did I tell you earlier? All tension in life is who you are versus who you think you are. There's always a gap. Now, the size of that gap is how much tension there will be. So Man United fans and Man United, the brand, tells you we are the greatest in the world. The, eight, the last eight years tell you what? They are the fourth best team in England. Cristiano Ronaldo knows that. And it's unacceptable for him, which is why I think there's tension. But lastly, I think there's an even bigger problem. And I believe Cristiano Ronaldo, not because of his own doing, I think he'll be the biggest, the, the biggest cause of problems at Manchester United. Not because he's a bad guy, he's excellent. But let me tell you something, is no matter how much the farmer can genetically try and accelerate a process, what you cannot do is rush development. You cannot rush the seed if you want the best fruit. I like Greenwood. I love Greenwood, in fact. But you can't rush it, and Greenwood's not ready. He's not ready. I like Jaden Sancho, but you can't rush it. It's going to take two or three years to, re to become Cristiano Ronaldo, to become Manchester United. And the tension will come where Ronaldo wants to win now. And both organizations are in different places. You cannot rush development. As much as you, you want to, and we're cleverer now, a 22-year-old still a 22-year-old. Cristiano Ronaldo is not the example for all of us to follow, folks. He's a unicorn because Cristiano Ronaldo at 22 wasn't going to Iceland and seeing girls and TikToking with them or whatever that happened there, right? Cristiano Ronaldo at 22, they had to drag him out of the Manchester United gym. 
So don't don't think Ronaldo at 22 was mature and on point. He's once in a species, perhaps. So don't Greenwood is not where Ronaldo was at 22. None of them. Sancho is not where Ronaldo was at 22. Because at 23, this guy was the best player in the world. In the most competitive era, maybe in Premier League history. He's not the example. And he was, you know what will frustrate him more? He'll say, at 23, I became the greatest in the world. Jaden Sancho, what are you doing? Because Sancho, why are you pitching up? Let's face it. Jaden Sancho is a little overweight right now. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. I see it. He's not quite there because he's not the Dortmund guy. Greenwood, Ronaldo will find that unacceptable. The off-the-field stuff, he will find it unacceptable. He won't say it. But it's like, guys, I took it seriously. Why not you? And at 22, don't tell me you're too young. You should be ready. I was. Organizational tension. Folks, I'll finish off on this. There's a reason why Berkshire Hathaway, Fannie Mae, Investec, why they all go to Harvard Business School when they want to find people. Because they don't have the time to develop you when you step in-house. Right? Because they say, when you come, you must be a shark already. Because we need to plug you in and we need to keep making $15 billion a year. We don't have the time to teach you how to check a balance sheet. They should have done that at Harvard. They're not going to come to my university. Uh, I, I love NMMU, but they're not doing that. That's not what Berkshire Hathaway is doing. That's not what Microsoft are doing. They're going to Harvard. They're going to Brown. They're going to UCT. Cristiano Ronaldo is saying, I'm Harvard. What are you guys doing? And that's going to be so frustrating for him. And folks, Ronaldo is now no longer a player in that dressing room. He is separate from the dressing room. He is an organization on his own. There will be tension with Manchester United. And I feel nothing for the kids, but they will suffer the most because their development will be accelerated and it may cost them great careers because this pressure is unprecedented. Other than Leo Messi, there is no guy like this in history. I mean, Senzo, if you're Greenwood now, right? For me, look, first of all, the results aren't coming. I would say we could paper it over if... Um, that Southampton didn't happen, Wolves didn't happen, but also the performances are poor. So mm. now it's like, wait, most of us have been here for three years and we've got Ronaldo. It should, it should be a little Shock bit work. better. It should be a little bit better. I'm not saying you should be beating City or, or whatever, you know, mm. but it's worse. And now this guy's here because now, you know, Ronaldo's not going to be quiet and Oli can't control Ronaldo. There's no yeah, control. There's, there's so, no. so I feel there's going to be that organizational tension and, let me say this now. Sure. I don't think Man United are going to make top four this season. After what I, because I, I rewatched the whole game on the weekend, and it's not because the, the talent's not there. The mm. firepower is Premier League winning t- firepower. I just think Man United, where they are in terms of the rebuilding phase and where Ronaldo is, the tension's going to be too much. Because Ronaldo says, no, you guys should be ready now. When I signed, we talked about winning the Premier League. Let's just be realistic. Fred McTominay, that's not going to work. Mm. And I love Veron. You, you and I think Veron is a legend. Some people mm. don't, but he's a legendary defender. But we know the Premier League. It just yeah. takes. Doesn't it take a year? Uh, yeah. Do you know what I think it is though? Thing is, I think they. We got Ronaldo. Mm. You know, to have a few extra goals. And guys, Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Yes. You can't tell me that if your club signed him that you don't think that, that you're in with with a shot. Right. One. That signing takes you over the top. Two. Guys, they are. My thing is that now, this is where it becomes tricky. There are other guys as well. I'll say it again. Paul Pogba. Mm. People like Paul Pogba. They need to put their hands up now. Time for excuses is over. Mm. Who else? Rashford should know now. 
But Rashford, I don't have a problem with because Rashford, he does his thing. Oh, yeah. Rashford. And he'll feed the kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bruno's about it as well. You know what I mean? Um, Luke Shaw also should know it now, but you can see Luke Shaw's turned a corner. Oh, yeah. Um, Harry Maguire, you're the captain. That armband doesn't just go around for free. Yeah. David De Gea. Guys, we can't be keep... Guys like that can't be churning out sixes and sevens. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Ronaldo's just the icing on the cake because Ronaldo's been there, done that. But guys like Paul Pogba, guys... Paul Pogba, like... Come on, grab it by the horns. Mm. Mm. Like this thing of me, do you know, this thing of you play really well one game, then the next game you disappear and you're not even trying. I get it, okay, days aren't the same. Yes. Days aren't the same. You're not going to have a 10 out of 10 game the whole time. I'm with you. But at least try. You know what I mean? Guys are... Guys, it's things become bad. They step back into their shells and all that. Also, Oli, be ruthless, guys. Be ruthless. You know, you can't be, you can't be lukewarm all the time. You can't be a seven out of ten manager all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't mind if you. The thing is, I don't mind if you make bad decisions. At least do something and stick by it. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, mistakes are tolerable, right? Is, yeah. You can almost live with mistakes. What you can't live with is. Uh, the lack of, I feel like there's a lack of, like you said, ruthless edge. Yeah, exactly. And that's an attitude thing. Like ruthless yes. edge is relentless. R- yeah. Being relentless is not about being brilliant. It's like, yeah. y- y- you know, is Dortmund under Tuchel, Dortmund under Klopp, even if they weren't winning, relentless. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't feel like when you play Man United nowadays, it's like, sure, it's hell out there. Yeah. You, you know, the great strength of United when they were winning wasn't the flash players. They were running up and down. It, it felt like they were swarming you all the time. Yeah. Barcelona. You know, everyone thinks that Barcelona was because of Messi. No. Nah. They were swarming you all the time. Yeah. I mean, what's Pep's rule? I think it's like 3.3 seconds he wants for, for them to have the ball back or something like that yeah. on, on the press. Man United, it feels like... Yeah. I feel like we're reacting these days. That's it. That's it. Well said. We're reacting. We're not, you know... Yeah. You just look at the team sheet and you're like, guys, okay, cool. We should go then. We should blow these guys away. Like, okay, we get the ball. Oaks play sideways for a bit. They play sideways. Yeah. yeah. He must get a touch. He must get a touch. And then when teams score, that's when Oaks are like, oh, let's get it together, guys. And you know what I was thinking about last night? Was that Cristiano Ronaldo now doesn't want to lift an organization. He's done that twice. He's lived, he tried to lift Juventus and he lifted Real Madrid on his own. And he's done all with Portugal and well. You know, that's not why he's here now. Now he wants to be like you said, the cherry on top. Is you guys do that stuff? Pogba should be lifting the organization. Bruno is trying. Yeah. And Bruno tried. I mean, last season he yeah, it was true. a one man show. Yeah. You, you might have been sixth without Bruno. Yeah. Last year, right? Mm. Is my God that, that man? Mm. And Ronaldo doesn't want to do that anymore. He doesn't want to be the guy coming into the dressing room and screaming now, because what happens when you give him the ball? Goal. Exactly. So th- that's what I want to do now. I did that at twenty three, guys. I already lifted organizations. I already took mediocre players to great players. Sure. What are you guys doing now? Sure. Pogba, what are you doing? Exactly. Bruno? Exactly. Because as you said, like with Gareth Bale, Gareth Bale, before he got to Madrid, was hustling to get into the Champions League. Mm. Plays with Ronaldo and Benzema. He's lifting things. And he's looking like... He's looking, he's looking like Ronaldo 2.0. You know what I'm saying? So... It's a it's a mindset. It's a mindset thing. And you you know why I said it, it's like everybody in life, dude. The, the the relationship analogy is the best one. It's like you know when your lady's ready to get married, mm-hmm. and you're still going. I enjoy Friday nights with the boys, man. 
But must I tell you what the thing is as well? With, with you know, I feel like there's this thing now. Okay. Ronaldo is at the club, right? Yeah. We like I feel like the players are still in awe of him. Which and is he, wrong. And he doesn't want you to be in awe of him. He wants to be like, okay, gents, show me what you can do. Just play. You had Man United. I mean, he used to, uh, uh, Rio Ferdinand said, said in his book, Cristiano Ronaldo used to get upset when they used to call David Beckham the best number seven. And, he, and, and Rio says they used to rev him up like that, saying Bex was the best seven. And Ronaldo would be upset. What are you talking about? And he's not seeing, Ronaldo, you can't lie to legends, dude. Ronaldo can see that, guys, you know, he can see through all of it. I'd love to know what he thinks of Paul Pogba after seeing him for this long. That's that, I would that, give everything. That's what I want to see. Like, what relationship? Like, what do you really think of Paul Pogba? Because casual is cool until you have to win, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, until we have to drag people out, like Ronaldo. I'm Cristiano Ronaldo, guys. You guys are doing so little. All I'm asking you is pass me the ball. But you're not even doing that. I'll be. Don't worry about where I'm going to be. Trust me. When that thing comes, I'm going to be where I need to be, dude. The worst breakups I ever hear, right, is always this. We were in different pr- places in our lives. And that's where I feel like, that's why there's going to be tension. Because Ronaldo now is that lady who's got her job. She got a second promotion. She's ready to buy a house. And the, 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 the male fiance now, he still wants to get drunk. And he's still in the same job he's had for six years. But do you know, I don't feel sorry for things like that. They chose each other. No, I'm with you. And listen, the great ones do what Ronaldo did at Juventus. I will make this call as well. I don't think Man United are making top four. Mm-hmm. And when that happens... Ronaldo's out. Ronaldo's out this year. Uh, so this is this will be his last season. If you do not make top, top four, he's done. Because he showed you at Juventus. One season all I need. And winners aren't romantic. So, shape up. That's what I'd say to, to Man United. All right. Those are my thoughts. You can leave a comment if you're joining us on YouTube. Remember, if you're joining us for the first time and you haven't subscribed, uh, please feel free to subscribe on the tubes. Uh, This is the MKT Show. Plenty coming up. Cliffcentral.com You put your Ole in, you put your Ole out, you put your Ole in and you shake it all about. It is the world's most boring game of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Hokey pokey, and I'm sick and tired. <laughs> there's um, there's a lot of things you can say. Listen, the problems with United will be with United forever. It's if you are a manager who was appointed on emotion and who manages on emotion, don't be surprised when the emotion turns against you. You know what I mean. Solskjaer must be a bit careful with what's going on here because why people like Solskjaer is because he's happy-go-lucky. It irritates the crap out of me. I can't stand it. But this never accepting reality, this always being positive, this, eh, eh, that, that shrug, eh? Eh, that's football. That's football. Eh, eh, eh. That's Solskjaer, right? Some people seem to like that. Complaining about other managers, complaining about penalties, complaining about offsides, like, that's dangerous territory for him to go there. And he needs to turn this around quite quickly if he, um, I don't know, that just, just, that's just a very careful place to be. Because Solskjaer's already got one ugly look, which I think is that he's extremely dismissive and arrogant of teams that he didn't consider a threat in the 90s, right? 
So when United were dominant and the sorts of teams that United would just roll over, he doesn't consider those teams worth his attention or worth any preparation, it seems. Because he'll always prepare for the big teams. Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Quizzy, PSG, because he considers them. But Aston Villa, Young Boys, Villarreal, it's almost like, oh, well, because you weren't a threat to us, you're very arrogant. And he never gives credit. Villa played outstandingly well. We played into their hands. They completely figured us out. And he doesn't say, well done to Villa. You know, Klopp comes out and says, well done to Brentford. That was an amazing game. Other managers compliment the opposition, you know, except for the super the super successful ones. But he never does that. And it, he never, it's always same as young boys. Young boys played really well against us, but it was the ref, a young ref. You know, it's always starting to blame referees, starting to blame situations, disrespecting other teams. And that's quite irritating. And I believe, look, to be a successful manager, you need to be arrogant. But his arrogance is just starting to look like a very off color right now. It's like, start appreciating other teams, start respecting them, and maybe that's the way to beat them. Maybe start thinking, you know what? It's very plausible that Villas and Young Boys and West Ham's can beat United. And maybe you won't lose to them because that won't permeate through your team. It's just this two really worrying things on top of him being a useless coach is that now he's becoming very stubborn, very arrogant, and starting to blame referees. Mm, listen, he's not going anywhere. He signed a three-year contract. But like I've just been saying to people, strap in, because it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And we're going to run again. Sure, we're going to run. Two steps forward. Two steps back, but the second step back happens to be on the edge of a step and then you roll down three flights of steps and break your ankle. And this will be the cycle. It's just this round and round and round and round. Do well, do bad. Turn corners. And what? how do you turn corners in a circular room? That's the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer parable. It's a parable. Parallel. Parable. Parable? Parable. I think it's parable. I think I'm trying to say parable. Uh, also, Sporting. Dortmund. Please don't get five. I mean, if Ajax, if Hala, a West Ham flop, can give you five, Haaland is going to fill his boots. It's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> I could cry. <laughs> That's Paulo Dier saying, it's like falling down and breaking your ankle. I mean, you do love to see a broken Manchester United fan. It is it is a wonderful sight. It is good um, for all of society. Uh, sh- shout out to Tracy Bard. Um, on the socials uh, commenting on YouTube saying seems Ronaldo has married a man child this is only going to end in tears I don't think uh, I agree with Paolo I don't think it's Ronaldo no but you know what greatness puts tension on people because it's it's like you you know if you if you look at someone like Cristiano Ronaldo He's not looking for feedback from people. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. young people are always looking for feedback. Like, tell me I'm doing well. Whereas Cristiano Ronaldo is going, no, you're at Man United. I expect you to be on time. Sure. Like all these little things you never see. It's like any work, right? Is if most people who are looking for pe- validation, uh, validation uh, look, I was on time. Look at my work, boss. Like people that are doing it are just doing it because Ronaldo is about the principle. And the tension will lie in the fact that Mason Greenwood will have a good game every four games and it's in the headlines and whatever. And now Greenwood's feeling it. 
and then Greenwood has three bad games. That's where the tension lies. Is sure. Ronaldo is saying, no, great is the starting level. Le- the, if you want to go to legendary, then you start at great. I expect you to be on time. I expect you to be yeah. relentless. Those Real Madrid, te- Madrid teams were relentless. But the thing is, as well, you know, it also speaks to why Ronaldo's like that. Mm. Who took him under his wing? Fergie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fergie took him under his wing. And the thing is with us, I, and I keep saying it again. What did I say when Paulo was here last time? Mm. I said, it's like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is like, yeah, guys, what do you think? No, mm. don't, don't tell us what you think. Yeah. Dude, if you're going to put out a rubbish team, put out a rubbish team. Oh, Ferguson didn't care. Play Park Chisung, play Gibson, play, <laughs> play, 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 play nonsenses. And yeah. you'd go and you'd whack, te- whack teams yeah. like it was nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like, okay, cool. Ole's got all this firepower and everything. This thing of us playing two, two holding midfielders, two centre defensive midfielders against Villa at home yeah. when there's all that firepower. Yeah. Guys out of throwing in Cavani just for control and not taking out light. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's like, what are you saying? You know what I mean? You're Manchester United. For me, this thing, and for me, it's the, this thing of McTominay and Fred is, is, is a reflection of the manager yeah and like how timid he is yeah 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 you know what i mean it's like he's saying he's i'm called no guys pogba is a world cup winner mm. you know we can't have two guys babysitting pogba or like you know trying to figure it out pogba you and you and mcfred come figure it out come figure it out because when rashford comes back it's going to be very interesting when rashford comes back it's going to be very interesting because not we, we can't jam 12 people into a team no it's impossible it's, it won't happen and I think you're making a very good point there because you, you know what's quite tense now that maybe we didn't talk about? Paul Pogba's creativity now is a luxury now because now we've got Bruno. Yeah. So, so, so having Pogba is actually, it, it's so hard to make him the stake. He's just the sizzle now. Yeah. Like, oh no, Bruno is the guy. You know what I mean? And like you say, Marcus Rashford, he, he will feed all of the children in Britain. So he will start. He is Manchester through and through. But, but besides that, also Rashford, you know, when he's coming on, like, you know, we look more dangerous. And look at Rashford's numbers. Exactly. P- people don't realize that that guy's numbers are, are phenomenal. Yeah. So Paul Pogba has a big problem now because they're, they're shunting him to the left, right? So, so, so what they're telling you is actually that's the only place that's left because we're not, we're not putting you in the 6-8. That's where Bruno is. Bruno's doing the dog. And like you're saying, what happens now when uh, Pogba's rotating and playing League Cup? Because that's where it's headed. We're out of the League Cup. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's ugly. Imagine now. Oh, that is ugly. All right. I mean, oh, that was, that was, that was a shot at uh, Man United without even trying. Gusen Corsi uh, on the comment saying, For me, Ronaldo won't be a problem if Oli is brave in team selection and playing style. If not, then CR7 is gone in the summer. So I, I don't know if Gusen heard me saying what I'm saying, but... My father used to say, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah. If Cristiano Ronaldo sees, sees nonsense, don't think because, yeah, Man United. Romantic in in. And Fergie, also we must be careful of, of loving the narrative of Fergie's like a father figure to him. No, that was Ronaldo the boy. Cristiano Ronaldo now will tell you, no, 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 Fergie, I've got more Champions League titles than you. I'm the show now. Ronaldo left the boy he is now a legend. Mm. It's very, very, very different because what is the parable, as Paolo couldn't, couldn't get to there, I think he did in the end, is that you send the boy out, right, 
and he returns the wolf or, or whatever it yeah. may be, and you send him to the savages. Ronaldo's been out there and conquered them all. Is Man United now? Man United are smaller than Cristiano Ronaldo now. Yeah. If you don't come correct next by the yeah. end of the season, he's showing you. I'll leave. Yeah, but the thing is, as well, you put it very well because the thing is, like now, also guys, Ferguson groomed him to be that. He groomed him to be that. He said, if you can guard on the wall, then go be that. What you don't need me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. We'll always be a special relationship, but you don't need me. Just, but, but I'm trying to think. Like, you know, it's so hard to to think how a legend would think. I'm trying to think. Cristiano Ronaldo gets to practice, right? And he sees Aaron Juan Bissaka's first touch. Like, what does he think? Well, like, what do you think he's thinking? What, what do you think? A professional footballer. That must drive him insane. But it's things like that, yeah. And like, also, like, do you know? Do you know? I saw a stat. Fred loses the ball every seven positions. Jeez, like. And he played with Tony Cruz and Modric and Carrick. And for me now. Fred is making Scott McTominay look bad. I see what you're saying, yeah. And it's not Scott. It's not because like now, Fred, you're third season. You should have figured it out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're 50 million pound signing. Yo. And, and also, it has to come back now again. Paul Pogba is the guy who's supposed to solve the problems. Is where are you now, Chief? And now we've made it really easy because if there's one guy with movement, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, he did it against Leeds. What happened, what happened against Southampton? What happened against Wolves? But also, Bruno also gets it. That's what it is, eh? Bruno also gets it. I've also got a problem with this thing, guys. We spent two years and 73 million pounds chasing Jadon Sancho. Yeah. But what's going on with him? He looks a little pudgy. This is Man United. Start, the, bro, start the guy, bro. But why are you not in animal shape? Well, Don't well, worry, there's an alpha dog there. Who's on board? But my thing is, Ronaldo sees that and he goes, yes, yes. And Ronaldo doesn't want to lift the organization now. He doesn't want to be going to Sancho because he remembers when Ferdinand and Vidic and those guys came oh, to him. ragging him. They came to him and said, no, man, this is not sporting here. You don't come late here. You, maybe you did that there and got away with it. You're not a star here. We are George Best here, pal. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, as big as he may be, <laughs> with David Beckham here. They told, they'll, yeah. he doesn't want to do that now. He's done that already at Real Madrid. Mm. I'm done with that. I want to play football. So now when Sancho is overweight, Nyana, the look, organizations are just in different places. Look, bro. I just want to see what... I just want, my thing is, I want to see when Rashford gets back to the team. What's he going to do? Uh, Marcus Rashford, I'll tell you what he does. He pitches up with Boris Johnson. Obviously, where have you just yeah. come from? Came to, we fed all the kids in Britain. I'm back now, guys. The injury's done. Uh, my shoulder's fine. Now let's play football. By the way, uh, I've also, yeah. by the way, Ronaldo, I fed your kids as well because they live yeah. here now. So you're welcome as well. Also, you can move to stay yeah. on the right or stay in the middle. I'm Marcus Rashford. Uh, what is he? OBE, MBE? MBE. Has he got every E in, in England? <laughs> He's got every E. Yeah, I know. Shout out to him. Uh, Zapeta Ngaba saying, Senzo, put some respect on Park Jisoo's name, please. Uh, man was a big game player. He doesn't belong in the same sentence as Gibson, Jemba, Jemba. And Bebe. No, but the thing is, guys, I wasn't dissing Park Ji-sung. Of course, I know that Park Ji-sung was crucial, crucial to us. Yeah. I'm just saying that, guys, Park Ji-sung, he's not the most flash player. He's not the most, you know what I mean? But Fergie would always rely on him yeah, yeah, with yeah. guys like our Gibson and all that. And you'd just be like, what is going on? Yeah. Guys, Park is the man with three lungs. No, he, he listen, he was sensational. And 
<laughs> although we do need to put some respect on his name because yeah. he was also you, you know everybody refers to that was he was also a good player yeah he was a good like, player like, like it's not like he was there, there are like John O'Shea was reliable yeah Park Ji-sung was an excellent footballer exactly do you know so- Human Song is just a Park Ji-sung with more sauce way more sauce yeah a, a Human Song is stuck and he just signed a new deal hey? yeah what is he doing he did the Harry this who's his the- agent <laughs> who, who is Park Ji- Probably Harry Kane's brother. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Charlie. Charlie. All right, Charlie. Charlie. How you doing? Well, what do you think about Sean? Should, we, you, should we get him? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good lad. Nice he's lad. Yeah, yeah, K-pop. He's K-pop. Friends, he's friends with K-pop guys, isn't he? Yeah, because, like, now, they, now the alpha dogs, I feel like the alpha dogs now, they're scared because Ronaldo's there. And Ronaldo's just like, gents, don't be scared. I'm here to help you guys. It's tough not to be, dude. Uh, you know, and you see it in every company. I've, I've, I've been at a few companies or I've had friends where somebody, there's a new kid on the block who's getting, you know, who comes in first two, three months and now they're the shock. They, they're active like that. And it's not for everyone. You, you know, tension does things, does, and you know, you know what greatness does? It, it creates clarity. Because what it does is take away excuses. Cristiano Ronaldo, right? If you pass him the ball, Maybe every four chances, he will score. So it's all Paul Pogba's fault. It's all Bruno's fault. It's all Shaw's fault if they're not delivering. Because if they were delivering, Ronaldo would score. That's what greatness does. But that sort of clarity is not for everyone. Because not everybody is Cristiano Ronaldo. Not everyone's sure. Roy Keane. Not everybody says, don't babysit me. Every Most people need a, let me look left, let me look right. And... It's ugly. It sounds like I'm picking on Paul Pogba, but everything about Pogba has shown me he needs to be babysat. Whether tactically, in the media, his agent needs to come and protect him. It's like, I don't remember Roy Keane needing babysitting. I don't remember Michael Carrick needing babysitting. Poor Scholes. That's a Man United player. Where you're out on an island on your own. Hey, Scholes, you can't run, you slow, but you can never get to Paul Scholes. I'm a Man United player, of course. Yeah. Whereas with Paul Pogba is, honestly, I've never heard a player have so many excuses made for them. You're at Man United, bro. I don't remember making excuses for Patrice Evra. My thing is, dog, you see, my thing is, as much as I love Paul Pogba, right? Mm. As much as I love him. Your price tag. Mm. One. You've played in every major final in your career. Yeah. So you know you know what it is. Um, you can ball, ball at your feet. Uh-huh. You're talented. Yeah. We can't question that. Yes, yes. You can do what... Left foot, right foot, yeah. ping it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can do that. My thing is that you came back. You wanted to prove a point. Yeah. Okay. But now, will he, won't he, you know, the manager criticizes you, like... And also, it's this thing of, like, we lose, right? Guys are concerned about their social media. Guys, I don't care what you do with your social media. Mm. But there's a time and a place. We can't be churning out results and performances like that. Guys are happy to be posting. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you. The, the social media thing needs to stop. All right, let's wrap up on Ronaldo. Uh, we on uh, the comments, which you can do, by the way, if you're joining us on YouTube. Uh, please do subscribe and click like. That's the up thumb if you're joining us on YouTube. Troy Dini said uh, uh, they let Fred have the ball because they'll get it back straight away. Well, there you have it. Troy Dini, though, he will talk. I mean, he, what did he say about Arsenal? No cojones. No cojones. But the thing is, do not like about Troy Dini. Troy Dini knows that, you know... This this is a this is a male dominated sport. Yeah, and men are about egos. Yeah, dude, you can be as talented as you want. If a guy doesn't feel you, he doesn't feel you. Yeah, he doesn't feel you, and that comes from here. And you know what the thing is, 
players know the media it's almost like i've made this example in uh, boarding school and, and and schools right where teachers pick the prefects it's like it doesn't being a prefect doesn't make you a leader sure uh, like to Paul Pogba uh, being the most expensive player in the world at a stage doesn't make him a leader. It doesn't make him the best player. It just makes him the most expensive. And we mustn't fall into that trap. And you know what is so sad for him? All it took was Bruno Fernandes to be there for six months and you go, oh my gosh, is this what Pogba was supposed but to like, be? But like for me, the thing is, it's also like, you know, Pogba and Neymar, for me, it's the very same yeah, well said. Same thing. It's well the said. same thing. I, I mean, Pogba, one thing we must be clear, because if you're going to be that personality type, Stopping a victim. Yeah. Expect the attention, positive and negative. Yeah. Like this idea that he's a victim. One thing, but one thing I, I must be clear about him, the difference between him and Neymar, the only difference is Pogba has no off the field stuff. Just because he's fun, I've never heard any drinking, any problems, yeah. any nightclub, any late for practice, whereas Neymar has, I mean, a mess. He, yeah. He's a mess off the field. So to me, Neymar, the rest is, is a surprise. Is, you, you, know, you, you know what happens with guys like Neymar? And it'll never happen with Pogba because it seems the character's fine. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with poor Pogba because nothing's come out, right? And yeah. a guy like that can't hide it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? With Neymar is as the talent goes down, the true character will come up. Because what t- talent is makeup. Yeah. Right? It, it, it covers all, all of your bad spots and we forgive you. Ah, he was late. Ah, did he smell like booze of practice? Mm. You know what I mean? The great Ronaldinho is the best example where they were doing nightclubs with Eto like it was out of hand. Is as soon as the talent takes a little bit of a dip and you see the character, it's a production tolerance issue. And you're starting to see it with Neymar now. Is the talent is starting to go down? Not, I mean, he's brilliant, but he's not the five years ago Neymar. And now all the ugly stuff is like, oh, he's doing that as well. Yeah. And with Pogba, I want to be clear. The only credit I would give Pogba is I've I have never heard anything off the field. He does his job. He's a prof- or he, he ta- yeah, he's a pro in the, in, the, in that in, sense. In that sense yeah. that you know he comes in, you know you don't. But he doesn't. He's never out of shape. Yeah. Or out of, but being a pro is enough at Southampton, not at Man United. Because at Man United, you have to have pro that X factor. Is, of course, you must have X. At Manchester United, you have to have that X factor. That thing Plus, that separates you. Just number six. At Man United, we know who's won those. Yeah. You know, you, you wear 10, 18, uh, 7, 6 at United. 11. You know, you, we know that what you must bring there. Is, I know people say jerseys don't make mistakes. They, uh, listen, there are exceptions to the rule. Manchester United, you, you wear the number 6. You wear the number 6 in England. Because the thing is, like, you know, guys, guys, you know, complain about, oh, the pressure of playing for Man United. Guys, there's a, there's a reason that Man United is not Tottenham. Yeah. With all due respect to Tottenham. No. There's a reason that 76,000 come in to watch you. You miss a penalty as straight, straight foot in. Good, you should feel like rubbish. Yeah. Don't post it on social media, though. Yeah, don't, exactly. Please don't do that. Don't crab out of... Bruno, what are you doing? All right, you know what? Let's move on. Because Manchester United... And I think Ronaldo is the problem not of his own making. Just because he's too good. He's too good for where... Uh, the, uh, Tracy earlier put it beautifully. He's ready to get married. The man-child is not. That's all it is. Is I'm sure you've had these relationships. And you've... You may have lost friends, and I certainly have let people go, and they've let me go because we're just in different places in life. It's just, dude, it's just the cycle of life. We, like, it's just the cycle of life because the thing is, you know, your friends can't keep carrying you everywhere. Yeah. You know, ultimately, dog, you, you, you were with them all the time. You should be, you know, want the same things and be at the same, you know, it's, that's, and you, I think you put it nicely. That's because, that's why relationships end. Yeah. Because some people haven't outgrown who they are. They want to be the same person they were 10 years ago. And what do you think of this? And, and you've nailed it. Is that 
most people, like if I, I'm looking at the two great women I've dated in my life is the, I was always, well, well, the second one, we didn't really have a, a, a personality issue, but with the first one in particular is that people who love you just want you to do your best. They don't actually care how much money you make. Just try your hardest. They want you to try. That's Just all try your hardest. Give it a, your best shot. And I don't feel like Cristiano Ronaldo feels these guys are trying their hardest. And f- for Ronaldo, that's unacceptable. The talent, I expect you to be talented. You're at Man United. Sure. Now show me who you are, Chief. Let's go win this thing. It's a character thing. Because like, yeah, my girlfriend says it to me all the time, like when I postpone to do stuff. Yeah. She says, look, that's, I don't question that. Yeah. I just want you to take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. I just want you to take it seriously. Beautiful. Man, uh, hey, that is you're, you are very lucky to have the lady you have if she's saying that, I believe. All right, let's move on to another organization that's having some stuff going on right now. Um, l- let me quickly tell you what I think is going on here, and, and we'll get Senzo's take. Um, the Springboks lost on the weekend. Uh, it was the third loss in a row, the All Blacks 1917. It ended how it ended. Pollard kicks the ball away, whatever. But let me tell you something before I get into it. Is If you haven't heard this before, let me tell you uh, that this is, this is an important thing for me to know. And I try and remind myself of this all the time. Right? Is The worst thing in the world is getting what you want. The worst thing that can happen in the world is getting what you want. Because then what? Right? The worst thing in the world that can happen to you is getting what you want. You know, and South Africans finally have what they want now. And now we're starting to see the true character. Is that the Springboks, folks, since 2007, this is the first time we have a a unifying, brilliant team that everybody can be proud of. Right now, the Springboks, folks, it hasn't been like this since Jake White. I'm sorry. The feeling's good. The management's great. I'm not hearing anything from the politicians, which means the management is managing the politicians. Uh, the whole team feels like everybody is chiest to be there. And if you're not South African, I can't translate the word chiest. <laughs> For the first time, it is a team since 2007 that I feel is a unifying factor in South Africa. So South Africans is the worst thing in the world is getting what you want because what we want is a great springbok team we have a great springbok team and it's still not enough so you must be careful uh, getting what you want Rusi and uh, Ninaba folks are doing the impossible let me tell you why I say the impossible they're doing something which they shouldn't actually have to do because they are there to technically run rugby and coach rugby I have this very well sourced that Rusi is busy building systems from high school to Bok level and junior Bok level, that he shouldn't have to do, by the way. But Rusty has taken that upon himself. So that when he leaves, and my mother had the greatest saying was, whatever place you go to, leave it better than you found it. It is your responsibility. Rusty Rasmus is doing that. You know what we call that? We call that greatness, folks. Rusty is doing the impossible. Because not only is he building systems, but he's trying to run the most difficult rugby team in the world to run at the same time. And South Africans won't care. We lose three games. It's all over. They've lost it. The worst thing in the world, let me tell you folks, is getting what you want. We had three losses in a row. For God's sake, we just won the Rugby World Cup, the Rugby Championship. And we just, oh, you know this little thing that comes around every 12 years called the Lions? We just won that as well. Where the, It's only ever happened, I, I believe, in the professional era twice. We have the most uh, British and Irish Lions and being the world champion at the same time. All Blacks have only done it once. 
in the in the professional era. Mm. We have it twice. Folks, this is a dynastic era now already. We don't need, if they fell off the edge of the earth today. We have greatness now and we want to complain about three games for crying in a bucket, man. Folks, I'll say this again. 2023 is the goal. I don't care about winning rugby championships and friendlies. I want to see what the youngsters look like now. Because what has to happen now is Sia and Marks and uh, Spicy Plum, they all need a rest. Let's give them, Rusty will obviously periodize. Let's give them six months. Folks, the organizational tension is real. Is that Rusty's expectations, he was well known, are through the roof. It's been that for five years now, folks. These players have been under his thumb since the last World Cup and that whole cycle up until now. Where every day you're expected to pitch up and the great Nick Saban says every day is a reckoning. They are only human. We will give them a rest. And for crying in a bucket, the idiots online saying they should be sacked and this and that. <laughs> you're, you're a bunch of idiots. Since, uh, like, I can't understand. Like, for the first time ever, actually, I think we're like a professional outfit. Listen, man. I'll tell you this much. No team. No team has won rugby championship and the, gone on to win the World Cup same time. Yeah. And then we did it and then we... Lions and then we held it for... Well, those three at the same time. Guys, New Zealand, as you said, New Zealand can have rugby championship. They can have rugby championship. Bro, what we've accomplished, guys, not even New, even New Zealand, like, uh, the only thing New Zealand have on us now is that they've defended a rugby World Cup. That's it. Which is the only thing that we have to do. Yeah. Bro, we're the only rugby play, major rugby playing nation to not have lost a World Cup final. I don't know what people are, the worst thing in the world is getting what you want. And you know, I was thinking very hard about when you said that now, because like, it's like it rings true for every part of your life. When you get it, it's like, okay, cool. What's next? You get complacent. Because then your character has to come through. Yeah, exactly. Because it's easy to get it. How do you keep it? How do you keep it? And now South Africans want to complain. What did you say? Is you either, uh, what is it? You live long enough to be a hero or to be a villain, right? Yeah. People only like you. Until they hate you again. Hey, people want you to do well, not too well. Let's be real. Rusty Rasmus is fine. The Springboks are great. We are great. The product is great. Relax. Even if we lost the the next 10, relax. 2023, let's see whether they're dealing with Rusty's next tactics and Ninaba's next tactics. And now finally we have systems from high school to junior Bok to university to the promised land. All right, coming up on the other side. The King of Stoke. Um... A man who I think James is trying to imitate his beard. I don't know. I don't know that to be true. Uh, but I feel like this guy has a wig for stubble. Um, he's always got it on point. It's always on fleek. And he will tell you. Uh, so that's James. I'm not sure what James is doing there. But I think he's modeled it on this guy. But we'll find out on the other side. Um, one of my favorites and one of Cape Town's favorites. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the MKT show. Plenty coming up on the other side. Cliffcentral.com You are doing it. That's it. Yeah, I'm saying, my man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I know what you're saying. They are doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. That's why they're doing it. Folks, it's important to be revolutionizing broadcasting at all times. So that's that's a full-time job on its own. You might say I have two jobs to present this show. But at the same time, change the face of broadcasting because that is not a classical way to bring the show back. Uh, joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who is a seven-time, seven-time finisher in the top five uh, at the Otter, former SA Trail champ, uh, all-round. Listen, 
just an all-round good bloke. Um, and we'll have a chat to him about being stoked because it's something that has been associated with him. And I don't think... Maybe somebody has asked him, and I haven't read the article. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Cape Town's favorite, uh, my favorite, your guy, uh, Kane Riley. Kane, what is happening, pal? Hey, what's up, oh, Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Look at this guy. Look at this flex. I mean, this is Cape Town living, bro. <laughs> Where are you? You look like you are in paradise right now. The beard is looking fierce. I'm actually at the office. What? Um, believe it or not. <laughs> and, and not, not my kind of running office, like uh, I'd like to say, but my day job office. Um, so yeah, this is the Salomon Cape Town offices. Um, and yeah, so, not a bad backdrop or something to look at while you're hammering out emails. No, not the worst at all. I mean, where is that located? It looks incredible. Is that, is that, what is going on there? Yeah, so we're in the CBD, yeah. um, kind of on the edge of the Burkhoff and the CBD. Nice. So, yeah, we've got a pretty epic full full view of the front face of Table Mountain. Yeah, I mean, there's the view there. That's James. I give you like, let me just, oh, I get out of the way. I mean, look at that. Are you yeah. working hard or barely working there, James? I mean, that is incredible. Now, Kane, there is a guy called James Ilsley in here. You were probably chatting to him earlier. By the way, your beard, is that a wig? Because that has, that, that's been fa that fantastic since I've met you probably about six years ago. So is it a wig? Let's just get that out the way. No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's real. So I wish I, had a bit, I wish I had a better response than that, but uh, you caught me off guard. No, it's, no. Yeah, it is. Honesty, it's simplicity real. is the highest yeah, yeah. form of sophistication there, Ken. Dude, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And, um, you know, it's, it, it is flipping awesome that I get to do this for a living, but even better because probably my favorite thing uh, in the world to do myself is mountain running itself. So to be able to interact with guys like you and uh, guys that keep it real like yourself. So uh, f first of all, thank you so much for um, taking the time. Um, Kane, I want to ask you something before we get going is that there's always been this idea of being stoked and, and uh, the, be, you being the king of Stoke, is is that something you've always just said? Because Cape Townians are just always stoked at all at all times. How, how did that whole Stoke thing start? I, I think you came up with that level. It's true. Um, I did. So I might need to ask you a little bit more. But yeah, I, I don't know. Look, I mean, I think it's it's not that I'm kind of like uh, like stoked a hundred percent of the times, but you know, I just believe in being. Presence and, and and content and and happy with with where you are um you know wherever that may be so yeah I think if you know whatever the circumstances are I, I guess I see a lot when we're doing like I mean the greatest thing on earth is to be like running an, on the otter trail um but yeah I, I just I, I've got like a very strong belief in you know you kind of control your narrative and and if you want to be happy and you know, it's you can you can do it. So, but but yeah, I'll have to ask you where the king of surf comes from. Yeah, I mean, I, I may have gone with okay. This guy just looks like a surfer dude who can run like an antelope, and he lives in Cape Town. And you've got a very very laid back nature for people that have met you. And I thought Stoke fitted you, and I did kind of make that narrative up. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably trying to push it because it is my show, so I'm I'm really trying to kind of force it to uh, you, you know make it into reality. So maybe I'm trying to serve my own ego there more than it being a thing. You know what I mean? No, I look definitely. I mean, I think, you know, particularly when it comes to running, yeah. I love running um, and I love racing and I love being in the mountains. So for me, oh, I mean, I, 
I can imagine that I would like elude, you know, really just elude Stoke in circumstances like that because, you know, for me, that's, it's like, it's just the ultimate. Um, and I'm always just happy to be there. You know, if it's going well, if it's not going well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, we're like super lucky to be in those circumstances. And, um, yeah, I guess when this, when the Stoke stops, they have across the finish line and you're like, there's the, he used to be stoked. <laughs> then that, then then that's the day. Then that's the day I turn from being like a surfer-looking runner to being a a surfer yeah. who runs down the beach to the water. Uh, yes. and that's about it. And Tommy, do you so, do you catch those uh, right-handers? <laughs> yeah, we're not the chance. Yeah, and um, I, I don't surf as much as I would like to. And um, you know, particularly in like busy running season. Um, but whenever I have the chance and kind of in off season, I do surf. Um, yeah, running and surfing are definitely my two favorite activities or things to do. That's awesome. And, and Ken, listen, man, you, you know, especially guys with kind of a laid back nature like yourself is that you, you make it look easy because obviously you've got the pedigree for those who don't know, obviously from cross country that will, uh, breed the, I mean, great technique, uh, the ability to endure, right? Is that, you know, as much as for all the things you're saying is, and, and I think you, you would admit yourself is you, you, you probably were breeding yourself as a mountain runner. I think you're starting to get into, and I can only speak from a South African perspective, but you're starting to get into the greatness, uh, 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 sort of echelon in South Africa is that, what is the price of being great, bro? It's like a lot of people see you out there, finish line, you know, everybody thinks, oh, no, Kane's, I'm, I'm pretty sure you hear it a lot. And a guy you may or may not know who said, um, we should give you a hard time, a guy called Ryan Sands, who's not too bad at mountain running himself. You may or may mm. not have heard of him. Um, but what is that price that you've paid to be here, bro? Because seven times in the top five at Otter, I, I'm sorry, I don't care how, how much genetic <clears throat> lottery you've won, how, how cool you think you are is, that comes at a price. And what sort of price are you, are you paying in terms of diet, in terms of looking after yourself, in terms of the last 10 years committing yourself to this thing? It's a very, it's a very interesting question. Um, and actually something I've thought a little bit about. So, I mean, I guess like, like where I'm at as a trail runner, where I'm at now is like a definite combination of, you know, nature and nurture. Um, the family I grew up in is a very outdoorsy family. Um, combination of like running and, and kind of, yeah, a surfer. So trail running, you know, it is like a very natural end place for me to, to be, you know, like I ran a lot at school, which as you, as you said, like does give me, um, a bit of like a pure running back background, which I feel is, is advantageous in trail running Mm -hmm. and then just enjoying being outdoors. So I feel like all those things met. Um, to make kind of trail running the thing that, you know, really, yeah, like really appeals to me and, and like, and like draws me and has, has really become sure. Like I, I you know, I, I suppose my thing in a way. Um, and then, you know, when you say like the, the price to greatness, um, I, I hardly ever see it that way because like to be completely honest, like I enjoy every run I go on. Mm. Um, if it's like a hard session that, I mean, I, I ran this morning at five o'clock in the morning because that was the time I needed to train. If it's, if it's a hard session, if it's an easy run, you know, whatever it is, I, I like, I thoroughly enjoy it. So, um, you know, for me, like I, I just see it as what I want to do and like a privilege to be doing it. 
So I'm not like, oh, I have to, you know, I have to work so hard because those hard sessions, like, you know, I, I enjoy those. Yeah. Um, so for the most part, you know, like, I don't feel like I have like paid like a massive price or anything like that. But, you know, at the same time, um, you know, so, like, I do know like some people sometimes say like, oh, like you, you seem to be quite cruisy and like don't necessarily train that hard. But, you know, I do. Of course. I train, you know, I, I like, I'm like super, super committed to it. And, and, you know, this year in particular, after a few years of figuring things out a bit by myself, I've, I've kind of started working with a coach and, you know, this year I've, I've been like that extra bit committed, um, more than in the last few years. Um, so, you know, I can kind of sit here and say like, there has been times I've been like, I, you know, I've got to do this run instead of, instead of doing something else. And, but for the most part, I don't see it as a price. Um, that kind of makes sense. I think there's other things that I do where you, you know, you really like, you count the hours up of what you're doing and you're like, this is to get to a certain place. Mm. Um, and this is what's gone into the success. But for me, it's like, I, like I enjoy doing it. Um, you know, there's no like end results or outcome that I'm like necessarily working towards. And that's like the be all and end all. Yeah. Um, I just, I like, I, I just love doing it. Hey, um, that, that is, but you know, no. that's awesome, dude. Like that, that's a really, really, um, what it tells you is the fact that you don't see it. And because I, I'm sorry, like you won't say it, but just, just because that's what you are. But the fact that, you know, not only have you gotten here, is that, wow, you've stayed here. Because we were just talking a little bit earlier about, you know, the cost of staying there. You know, it's all cool when you're winning prizes and it's maybe your first 10 yeah. wins and whatever and all. Okay, I, I don't know your situation, but I'm just a Joburg yuppie, guys. The girls and the prizes and the photos and the magazine covers as you. But I think there comes a tipping point where most of us fall off in life. And, and you haven't done that, not because... It seems to be in you. I mean, uh, you, you know, I look forward to growing a friendship with you uh, maybe and getting to know who you are. But mm. there seems to be that thing that this is not what I do. This is who I am. And, bro, that, that's mm. – I'm, I'm ecstatic for you. The way you talk about that and it's so organic, it, it's incredible. Um, I've, I've got a – by the way, I'm not alone in the studio here, just so you know. I've got a whole uh, bunch of guys. I've got a guy called Senzo Sitebe who wants to ask you something. Very handsome face like you. Also, a handsome face. Hi, <laughs> Ken. How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for thanks, man. Yeah, no, man. I like your I like your your attitude towards it because the thing is, for you, it's not you know that's exactly it. It's the attitude. It's like you know, it's not hard work. It's who you are, and you know, you don't try force it and, and try to play the victim. And you know that you know if most people could have that outlook, you know, that would be that's that's half the job done. That's what it would make you know training or preparing very easy. Um, another question that I have is that how has it been like from Free, let's say running on your own to having a coach and what adjustments have you had to make and you know can you kind of, kind of talk us through that yeah it's been an interesting and, and, and awesome experience I mean first I, like I would advocate for it if you are looking to you know improve as a runner and involve as a, as, as a runner um, you know there's no one coach for everyone I think you need to find a coach who you've got good synergy with and like have similar beliefs with um, but yeah, I'd say the, oh, geez, the, the, the big difference is just to be, yeah, it, it, like it does just help with focus. You know, as I said before, <clears throat> I love running. I like, I love what I do. So if there was never another race again, ever, I would still be running every single day. Okay. You know, would I do intervals at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Tuesday? Probably, probably, probably not. Um, 
So I do think with just, you know, like adding a bit of focus and adding, helping add the ingredients that you need to improve okay. um, is, is, is the biggest part of it. Mm, okay. um, and, and, you know, someone to be able to look at it like more objectively and say like, listen, you know, this is, this is the way he feels like, you know, what can be added, what can be taken away. Um, again, with the goal of becoming a better athlete, whatever that is right. for somebody. Uh, can I ask like... So yeah, I'll just say in terms of like, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Are you can finish? No, no, I, I just, I'll just say like, you know, the big difference has just been, okay. you know, like a, like a clear focus and, 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 and structure, which, you know, I'm somebody who always said like, I, I didn't want training structure. And mm-hmm. um, so, but funny enough, it's almost added in more freedom because now, you know, there's not as much like trying to figure out what oh. to do. You can just go and enjoy Whoa, it. hold the phone, <laughs> hold the phone, hold the phone. You don't know what you just said there. Structure. You've just said something that yeah. I, like if I wasn't so old, I would probably get it as a, as a template on my bed covers, right? <laughs> Kane, the great Eluid Kipchoge, uh, not sure if you heard of him. He's not bad at running either. He's kind of like you a little bit. Um, but he has a great <laughs> saying for what you just said. And I try and live my personal life like this. I'm nowhere near it. I'm not Kane Riley and I'm not Eliwood Kipchoge. Let's be very clear. But what you have just said there. I wouldn't put us in the same sentence. <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, greatness is greatness. I mean, outcomes are one thing, but you, you, your commitment over this extended period of time is inspirational, Kane. Don't you ever forget that. Is that. You know, you're referring to me as old, eh? This period of time and age. So, so it's, um, it's interesting. Now I'm in the space where I'm a bunny in the yeah, sport. Yeah, that's exactly it. Which is, it, it shows the evolution of trail running because I've always, and, and it's something that's like happened now when you say like, I'm glad you said how many otters I've, <laughs> I've run or finished at a certain pace because I was actually counting on my finger when we started and I was like, shit, I should have done this homework first because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a professional journalist yeah, and you're a bully you know we all have to be yeah. who we are <laughs> yeah. I know it is what it is it, yeah, well yeah. said but but Kane a, a real thing for me is um, and I, I so I have my I have a young nephew right now who's going through some stuff and I'm not Mr. Empathy let me be very very clear but I said to him listen in life in the family I was raised in there are only two things right there is discipline and, and there's you're not disciplined there is no freedom without discipline and the great Eliwood Kipchoge said the following and you just said now right? Within structure, there is freedom. But he says this, only the disciplined ones are free, right? Those who are not disciplined are slaves to their moods and uh, sort of to, to their passions. And what you just said now has nailed it for me. And it's what I try and explain to people all the time. I'm so glad that somebody like you and I, I hope that message, we will clip that because that is such a strong message is that there is only discipline. And from there, you have all of the freedom in the world. Because, Kane, you can apply that across the board. And I'd, I'd love your thoughts before Senzo finishes his question. But if you are financially disciplined, you will have financial freedom. If you are disciplined about the time you spend with your girlfriend, you will have the best relationship. If you are disciplined about seeing your mom, your dad, when you say you will see them, you will have more time with them. If you are disciplined about being on, at work on time... You will have more time because you'll finish your work earlier. Because if you're disciplined about being at work on time, generally, you know what? You'll be productive at work, which means actually a six o'clock day is probably a three o'clock day for you. You, you, you know, there is absolute freedom in, um, in that structure and discipline. Sorry, I, I'm just so passionate about discipline. I'm not sure if yeah. you're picking it up, but I, I love that you said that. I, I just love what you said. There. 100%. And, and I think like the, you know, the thing for me is that, like I looked at structure and, and if you'd asked me before, like, am I disciplined in running? I, I like always be pretty hesitant to, to say like, yes, you know, because I've, 
I don't really necessarily like that word that much to describe my my running. But you know, since since starting to add more structure and to yes, you know, in the sense of it, add more discipline. And um, yeah, I get back to it, like just the amount of freedom it does come with. Because again, like you know, I think freedom is is largely the you know the, the mental space you're in. So Love if it. you're out floating around with no structure and you think, oh, cool, you know, I'm going to be all super chilled. And, but the whole time you, you know, a bit of a mess and like worried about whether you improving as an, I'll go back to running, but like whether you're improving as an athlete or you're doing the right thing, mm. you know, you're stressed out and you're not actually like enjoying this freedom. Yes. Whereas, uh, you know, if you've got your, like if you've got a, like a bit of a plan and, you know, you're going for it, then, you know, it frees up your mind to enjoy what you're doing and, you know, be present and enjoy the freedom, you know, of that. I mean, running is an activity that I think the main reason why a lot of us love it is like the freedom it gives us. Yes. So it's inher- it's inherently there. You just got to kind of let it, let it happen. Yeah. yeah. All right, Senzo, what you got, pal? So, sorry, Ken. Um, yeah, my question was also a bit of a part, a two-part question. So with regards from you having from training by yourself to having a coach, what, what prompted that change? Did, did your goals change? Did you like, I'm, I'm not too sure. So I don't know what prompted that change. I think it was a combination of a goal change and then also just like the realization. I mean, there's three things like one, my goals changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, towards the end of last year, I just decided that I really wanted to give this running thing a full go. Mm-hmm. You know, that like for me, that doesn't mean, you know, quitting my day job and, and being like a full time athlete or anything like that. It just means that I would like to give myself the best opportunity possible to, to run well. Okay. And if I was honest my, with myself, um, having a coach was, was the way to go. Um, or at least trying it out. Um, and then, you know, like two, it's the case of, you know, you, you, if you do the same thing over and over again, like it's crazy to expect a, a different result, mm. um, you know. For years, but like a, like I'd say over the years, like a decent understanding of of training and, and running, and like <clears throat> still performed, you know, well. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I can I can do this. Maybe next year, it'll, my training will be a little bit better, yeah. or you know, I'll figure this out. And then after a few years, it was like, well, I still feel like there's more, you know, like I'm. I'm always happy with, you know, again, like I'm happy with whatever comes. I'm not somebody who needs to come a certain place around a certain time for me to be a happy runner. Okay. But like, I still feel like there's more from me. So I need to like explore different ways and, and add in different, different training and, and different stimulus and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe different, maybe different opinions. You know, maybe I'm like very happy to have a chat with someone and, and say like, this is what I've been thinking. And, you know, they've got a different view and then I, you know, change my opinion. So that's amazing. I think it was a decision that I wanted to be a better athlete. Yeah. Um, and again, like when I say like better athlete, like, I don't know if that'll be this year. I mean, it definitely won't be this year. I'm not going to be my best, my best athlete self this year, but you know, more of a, like a long-term journey. And it's like, that's what I'm interested in. So how am I going to get there? Um, that's amazing. And the coach is the decision and, you know, since it's worked. Hey, so. Ken, that, that, that's amazing. Can, can you say who your coach is? I mean, is it, uh, is it somebody real or is it a, like a witch in Le Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, no. So it's like James, James Montgomery from the Run Project. Okay. Um, and yeah, look, he's, he, he's, he's awesome. And like, we've got, 
we've known each other for a long time and we've always spoken. He's one of those guys that like, I'd see him at a bry and we'll talk about, you know, running for the whole time. Or I'd see him wherever and we'll just talk about like training. I would send him stuff that I'd seen on the internet and like vice versa. Um, and just, you know, his, the way he goes about things makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the synergy was there. But it's, that's what I said like kind of a while back is like I think it's important to find the, the right coach for you. Because there's like, you know, like most things, like I don't think there's necessarily like the best coach. I don't think there's the best diet. I don't think there's the best race strategy. I don't think there's the best race gear. You've got to figure out what works for you and, and what fits your style, your personality. Um, Dude, yeah. everything you're saying now is incredible. And you, you said something even that I loved as you, as you were answering that question is earlier I asked you the question of the, 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 like the price to pay, right? Is I think when you've put in what you've put in already and you're saying there's levels already is actually for you, I would, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from everything I'm hearing you say, it's almost like what you're starting to say to yourself as you, as you mature. And I think you're entering your best years as certainly to be an ultra athlete, right? Is that, um, the price to pay actually is not to give yourself the best chance. The price, that's the price to pay. So not training for you is the price, not you know scientifically doing it not getting the best opinions it sounds to me like you're saying actually this whole time i've been paying the price of not giving myself the best chance not in terms of times or whatever to be the best cane that's the price you pay not the price of getting up at five in the morning that's a privilege it, it kind of sounds like that's what you're saying to me yeah mm. definitely that's awesome bro um yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I, yeah. I'm, you, you yeah. don't know how juiced I am for you, bro. Like, like for me, because I'm, I'm a real bully, you, yeah. you know, and I was a delinquent in my 20s. So a lot of what you're saying, I really resonate with that, is that, you, you know, ultimately you can lie to the world and be cool and fist bump everybody. But when it's just you and your mm. pillow, you, you, you know, is, and I, I want to say this from a very, very real place, Ken, is that mm. to see talent give itself an opportunity to get to its apex, and that's not always about outcomes of winning is that's mm. very admirable, dude. And a lot of us walk around in our lives, never, ever knowing whether we're talented or not, because we just are not willing to give our talent that platform, because that's what I believe structure is. It is the platform for your, for your talent to go to the stratosphere. So, uh, dude, shout out to you. And I'm, I'm extremely, I'm extremely proud of you, bro. Uh, the, 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 you're talking like mm. now you're starting to, to, to sound to me like forget about your talent like now you are we're talking about an ambassador for running as a whole and i'm even more inspired than i was earlier because earlier i'm just like oh this guy's a freaking animal on the mountains but when i hear you talk like this dude i'm truly truly inspired and, and i couldn't be happy for you um ken i want to move on to something quickly obviously um I'll, I'll see you next week at the otter right and Tell me why this race is so special to you, what it means to you. I mean, you, you've been there countless times. What is it about the Otter for you? And <laughs> Kane Riley and the Otter seem to be a uh, hand in glove. Yeah, jeez. No, it, it really is, um, you know, like an incredibly special event to me. Um, and, and yeah, actually, like, you know, been without being cheesy, been very significant to my life in the last nine years um, and yeah I, I would say like it, it's a combination of you know the, the people and the place like I mean you'll know firsthand a lot of the listeners won't but the, the otter community really is something like special um, or it's, I, I suppose more like more like a family yeah. um, 
And like, I think above everything, it's, it's, it's the people there that really make me feel so connected to the race. You know, like running, I mean, like lucky to run in some amazing places around the world, but you know, like that connection to the people who are involved in the event, the organizers, the volunteers, the runners who go there every time, just my friends at the garden route. I think that that's probably what makes it the most special, special, you know, that's the, the component that's the most significant for me. And, um, and then, you know, like the route is just, you know, phenomenal. You know, it's like the opportunity to run across like a, a, a coastal reserve, just like absolutely pristine coastline, the kind of coastline that you like at some point, the whole coastline was like this. And um, it's so rare and so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess going back to my like roots is like an outdoor person who loves, you know, loves the water and loves the mountains. Like it, it definitely marries those two. And I've heard a lot of people saying that. Um, so yeah, the roots and the people. And then I don't know, like I just went there nine years ago as my, it was my second marathon distance trail race. First real, first like focus race. Um, and just had like an unbelievable experience. And kind of ever since that day, like I think that day, I ran trail before, but that day I was like, this is, you know, this is, this is for me, like, this is really something I want to, you know, spend a lot of my time in the future doing it. And, and I want it to be a big part of me. That is incredible, so, dude. Bro. Yeah. Like, it, I'm so inspired. Like, 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 it's so easy to say that. And I'm not easily inspired because, you know, I'm all about excellence. Like, you talking about the process, bro. The, what, what you're talking about now is what they'd call, the kids on the streets now would call it grown man talk, bro. This is real stuff. This is real stuff. And I'm telling you, Kane, if this is your mindset, I love, not once have you spoken about outcomes, is that you are the ambassadors we need for running. Like there, there's a lot of guys, I, I want to keep it real, bro. There's a lot of guys talking smack out there. And I'm, I, I, I will not have it. You can't say it, but I'll say it. There's a lot of people that talk smack and you're, you're not about it, bro. You're, there's a lot of people on in, the, in this era of life. You're not about it. This, and you know what I like about mountain running? And I'd like to hear your take before we let you go, my brother. I believe it is the most honest sport in the world. Because what you put in, the mountain doesn't care whether you're rich, poor, whether if you didn't put in the hours, if you didn't bring the nutrition, if you didn't eat when you're supposed to eat, the mountain will show you. Because the mountain doesn't care it doesn't care who you are it'll give you the results that you you put in and the way you're talking bro you, you're talking about becoming an ambassador for running and i i know you you don't have to say this now because you've still got 15 years as a runner in my opinion to 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 really go and represent not just your family not just south africa uh but, but represent this fine thing but I, I urge you bro as this mindset grows please keep representing running in this way the way you are speaking about it i can i can tell it's coming from a very deep place shot man no it's, yeah, i appreciate it it's epic i think i think and that's you know something that's that, that is important to me mm. um is you know the, the impact yeah just the impact you know runners have or anyone has on the on the space that they're involved yeah. in um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's like, it's important beyond results. Now, having said that, I do need to ask you, um, just, just because I'm obviously in content. What are we thinking this year? Uh, are we, are we, are we, are we, what's, do we have a race strategy? Are we, can we reveal it? Are we going to hammer early? See if we can get, uh, uh, you know, we don't need to mention some of the other guys. We do have some of the, uh, uh, I mean, we've had some guy called Ryan Sands again, 
Don't worry about him. I, I, I'm not too sure he'll make it. Um, so we're not worried about him. Uh, you, you're the guy now. Is uh, and plus he's a sex guy, hey? Nah, don't worry. So we, no, no, no. I'm happy with that. But, but, but what are we thinking this year? Go out hard, or are we gonna just play it how it goes? Or what, what are we thinking for this year uh, in the race? I think I'm going to keep that close to my, oh. yeah, I think I'm going to hold that card. Yeah. No, I think, like, as, as you said, um, or did you say, like, show, like, mountain running, show running, like, most honest sports. Um, and you know, and I, and I agree with you, and I think running and mountain running, for sure. I think mountain running in another way, because, you know, ultimately there's the race against people involved, but it's so often more like person against the route, mm. you know. Um, it's so often the route they get to do. I mean, like, often in particular, like, you know, so often you're running together and, like, you know, you're just pushing each other and then at some point the route gets the other guy. Yeah. Um, and I often see it, see it like that. So, but there's still, there's still definitely tactics and there's still definitely, um, you know, the mind games and stuff involved. So, yeah. Um, I look, I'm, I'm really hoping this year just to have a, like, a good race and run well for the full 42 kilometers. Um, so historically, I have often kind of had a better first half than a second half, and if I can if I can have a good full race, that's kind of the that's kind of the goal. Um, I never get too technical in terms of breaking down the race split by split. I'm not like I'm not a I'm not a split man. I'm I'm still even even you know like with a coach and with more structure, I'm still a, a run by feel man, yeah. um, particularly in races. So yeah, just want to keep it together for the full distance, run well for the full distance, and and yeah, really looking forward to it because every year the race at Otter is incredibly exciting, and there's a few guys who I'm looking forward to see run, you know, myself included. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all looking forward to it. I just want to show you a guy called James Ilsley in the back here. Uh, you may have thought I was joking about the beard thing. Now, Jimbo, maybe you can just give us a little shot there on what we're talking about. Because look at Kane's beard. He looks like... Um, right, now we got those two. James, you're obviously on the way. But I mean, if you look at Kane's beard there, actually, he looks more like a sort of a Brad Pitt movie figure. Now, James, you look like the guy that brings coffee for uh, Brad Pitt, the, the movie figure. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, James, maybe you can just tell us what it's like to see a, a real man's beard. Uh, that That's for real, real, as you kids might say. Um, not to make this weird or anything, but it does make me feel uncomfortable within my sexuality. So yeah, it is. It, I mean, and that's quite right. And, uh, James, this guy can do the Otter Trail. Okay, and this guy's um. Uh, so, so that's James, our producer, incredible guy. Can do graphics, can do everything. He does. That guy's just uh, a magician back there. But um, his aunt did the otter in five five days, obviously the, the traditional. And then I told him that people like you that are still human can do it in like four hours. And he, he didn't really believe it at first. So that's the kind of guy who's growing a, a, the beard of a 16-year-old. So shout out to you, Kane, not just for being a freaking legend, but also showing my producer what a real man's beard looks like. Kane Riley, you are an inspiration bro I, I i know i've said that word over and over but the truth is always the same story every time and i'm looking forward to seeing you this year bro hopefully we get some time to to spend some time together down in Sitikama. and all i can wish for you is your dream race and for you to keep representing mountain running uh, the, the way that you do bro that's all i can say thanks so much guys yeah looking forward to spending some time together amazing um and yeah I just always, it's like a weekend to look forward to every year. So I'm frothing. Yeah. My guy, Kane Riley, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that is, um, 
that is a man with a mission. I mean, you can hear the way he's talking. Uh, and that's what he's like all the time. But you, it's a different guy now. I've known him for a little while and we interact a little bit at events. That's a different human being. And once you start not making it about you in life, just across the board, you heard what he had to say. And listen, folks, that guy's humble. Let me tell you something. You go to the Western Cape and you talk to, to guys from the cross-country world. That guy's real. He's real. They, they know who he is. That, that, that is not somebody to be played with. Look how calm, soft-spoken is because, as Senza would say, he abided powder. And now he's starting to talk like an ambassador. That tells you is that he says, the price was not giving myself uh, the best opportunity. That's a man on a mission. And and that's a guy who, hey, Senza, that's, that's somebody I want to be around. Yeah, absolutely. Because I like his his mentality when he said, you know, like his attitude like towards it he's like no i don't look at it like a sacrifice or whatever i look at it because i want to be yeah be here so that's that's what i get from it that's a g all yeah. right uh, on the other side senza will take us through social media that was that was awesome that guy's awesome huh? yeah yeah that guy's awesome kane riley ladies and gentlemen uh, so you can i mean so cool so so cool absolutely loved that looking forward uh to speaking to him uh in the, in the next week and a bit i'll be down there uh bringing guys in on the finish line at the otter african trail run 2021 all right ladies and gentlemen on the other side senzo seteve will we will discuss an issue that is blowing up the internet right now my name is mkt this is the mkt show see you in a bit cliffcentral.com you done did it again. You done did it again. Yeah, I'm saying, my man. Yeah, man. You gave me. Always, dog. Hey. Ken Riley, that guy. Boy, oh boy. What a guy. So serious. But like, he's doesn't, he doesn't force his seriousness onto you. Yeah. Like, he tells you, this is what I do. You know what I mean? This is my process. Yeah. So. Integrity. Uh, it's about integrity. Speaking of a place that's got integrity... Uh, that's never ever lied or, or, or misled anyone in society. Social media sends us Tebe. What you got on social media for me today? So the big story yeah. throughout the world trending yeah. is a ne- man by the name of Robert Kelly, the RB singer. Boy, oh boy. R. Kelly yeah. found guilty on all nine counts, including sexual exploitation of a child, bribery, kidnapping, racketeering, and sex trafficking involving six victims. He faces a possible sentence of 10 years to life in prison. R. Kelly, huh? Boy, oh boy. At long last. I mean, this guy. But with this smoke, there's fire. No, but, and also not like this. Like, uh, if it was one or two, okay, you, you just, you, you, you know, you had a disagreement with a lady somewhere. Nine. Nine, dude. And it's this. Nine, bro. Uh, is this the end of him? Uh, like. Yeah, well, he was already on the downfall, but this, this just puts the final nail in the coffin and he's. But you, you know what the thing is in music is prison has made guys' careers. Yeah. But but I guess he's R&B. Oh, man. This is ugly, huh? This is so... You know, if I'm guilty, this is so awful. It's actually awful for everyone. Now there's like, there's real victims. And now, as any society, I'm even more offended. It's children. Mm-hmm. Like, every society should be offended when children get hurt. Like, listen, it's terrible when adults get hurt. But children are all you've got to carry on. Yeah, bro, it's it's it's. He's ruined a whole. Is it was it nine underage or not? Uh, I don't know if it's nine underage, okay. but it's like nine counts. So, but there's there's sexual exploitation of children. Yeah. Bribery, kidnapping, and sex tra- trafficking. Oh, there's racketeering as well. Oh my 
gosh. So now he's, he's into bribery, he's into racketeering. He, he, he's a proper criminal. Yeah, no, he's crime. This is crime. Mm. But but the, the issue with when, when children are involved, listen, it's awful when it happens to adults, no matter what, is you must realize with children is you've also ruined the next generation. Sure. So not only are you ruining your current environment, you've now absolutely guaranteed. I mean, when this happens to a woman, whatever it may be, or a small boy or whatever is, you're not just ruining yourself and the people around you. Yeah. The next generation, whoever they touch, that is a broken person now. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, Robert Kelly, huh? Dude, he's done for. Like, he's properly done for. Like, uh, uh, what, what, I want to see what, like, what music, music platforms do with his music. Are they going to yank it off? And then it's never found again and nobody hears it ever again. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, no, I think they won't. Is Michael Jackson's music still available? But Michael Jackson wasn't, isn't a convicted criminal. But, I mean, most uh, these hip-hop guys are from jail. There's people who've done stuff. You know, like, uh, who's the guy with the tattoos on his face? Uh, the, 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 the snitch guy? Uh, Bobby Schmurder. No, no, man, with the colorful hair. Oh, um, uh, Takeshi. Is Six his nine. music still available? I don't know. I never listened to him to begin with. Uh, okay, like, uh, uh, James, now you're in the back there. You probably listened to, uh, what's the guy's name that you said there, Senzo? Uh, Takeshi 69. Takeshi 69. James, somebody you've listened to is Snitch, according to the guys on the streets, as you'd know. Um, I don't listen to him. I don't even know why he was a Snitch. Like, why people, why he went to jail and why... His... Oh, no, he snitched on the, uh, he snitched on someone in the streets for doing something a little naughty um, with a gun. I think it was, uh, well, if, I mean, if I read the story it's, correctly. It's not often you can do something not naughty with a gun. So. Well, no, what if you're a policeman? I suppose that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that squashes everything you were thinking there. So, all right, so you don't know Takeshi69 or whatever. I, I know of him, but I prefer to stick with, like, the artists that I know, not like Lil Xan and, like, Takeshi69 and Lil Pump and, you know, all those... What's your problem with Lil Pump? Yes, it's just gross amounts of auto tune and what's your target market? <laughs> what's what the auto tune market? Like you, you're going all super colorful and all like kind of children like, but then a lot of your music has swearing or like you you went to jail or you have a. What do you think of T Pain? Um, gross amounts of autotune really appreciate how he's become a meme and he knows about it. I think he's got a, he has, uh, now, all right, James, good stuff. Now that's very, very professional from you. Um, uh, does T-Pain have the full-time grill? Cause I, I always see. No, the... no, I think you can take it off. Oh, does he have the one you take off? <laughs> who, who does have a full-time grill? I don't know. Doesn't, um, Wheezy have one? Unmute. Yeah, he does. He's got gold teeth. A yeah. full-time grill. Is, is it a full-time grill? Yeah, diamond one, yeah. Uh, sorry, what? A diamond grill, yeah. Why do you get a diamond grill? Bro, it's money. Money does strange things to people. Who does that? I mean, oh, all right, James, what you got there, Paul? Um, so, <laughs> uh, Ryan says that you guys need to put some respect on T-Pain's name. Well, I wasn't being disrespectful. I think he's a bit of an auto-tuned guy, right? Yeah. Like, what must I do about that? A, a bit of an auto-tuned guy. I mean, I'm quite certain he invented auto tune. Hey, who's the who's the Arabic guy? Uh, we the best. What's that DJ guy? Khaled. DJ Khaled. Oh, no. DJ Khaled. That, so that's the way we bring music in now. Is 
Every song, screw, we the best. Uh, Hey, like that. Have have you ever seen like videos of DJ Khaled or where he's where he's acting or in a vine or whatever? It's the most cringe stuff I've ever seen. Yeah, it is so bad, dude. Because he always does the smooth brother thing. Like (laughs) DJ Khaled always wants the uh, yo, and he does mean mug. I don't know if you know what a mean mug is. Uh, Yo, we win and we stay win. <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous, fam. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous, fam. <laughs> Come on, straight up ridiculous. Yeah, all right. I hear you, James. I, I hear you. Uh, Senzo, what else you got on social media um, besides a, a if? So he's been found guilty. Yes, he's been convicted. R. Kelly has been convicted. Yes. So I can say this: he's disgusting. Now I can say it. I like that. There's no. It's not. It's not Michael Jackson where it's people's opinions and Macaulay Culkin not wanting to say what actually happened. Is now the court of law. I can now call R. Kelly a pedophile and a disgusting human being. It's certified now. No, he's disgusting. And I, I, I'm, I will say this unreservedly, and I don't want to be like these simps who come out and think women will um, have sex with you when you are just nice about them, is I am revolted at this behavior as a human being. It's disgusting. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. R. Kelly deserves to rot in jail forever. It is disgusting. And I believe in rehabilitation. When you hurt children, I'm sorry, it's gloves off. I hope the sharks get him and I hope he goes to real prison and not um, a celebrity prison. Hurt people, hurt people. It's just, oh. It's terrible. I'm, I'm revolted. Yeah, I'm revolted. I, can, I can see. Yeah. What else we got, Bob? Oh, uh, yes. Um, yes, just on yesterday's theme about Lando Norris, right? Yeah, oh, Lando. Yesterday, he posted another picture. Oh, let's go. Well, what, on socials? On socials. Okay. And now I need your opinion on this because I had my views on it and then, yeah. What do you think? Oh no! Is he this guy now? He's this guy. He he is this guy. Lando, come on, dude. Head high, my time. No, no, he's this guy because now this is the aesthetic, though. Thirst trap. This is thirst trap. That's what I was saying. Now this is, dude. Yesterday, you know what? I I have to apologize to you now, because I doubted you yesterday, which is wrong of me. No, 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 no. Lando, we're not cultivated. Although, like, like you said yesterday, is there's clearly a supermodel who hasn't given him the attention he wants. Oh, Lando Norris. I mean, my dad's a billionaire, and I'm one of the best drivers in the world. So people already know who I am. But now let me go full on thirst trap. And you know the haters are out, and he is loving it. Do, do you, you know, know how like? we know like... this is a thirst trap? Sorry? Do you know how we know this is a thirst trap? And Senzo and I analyzed it this morning. Go ahead. Look at him showing off the jawline yes. in the photo. Like I said to Senzo this morning, the, uh, yesterday's photo was genuine hurt and heartbreak from the race. This one today is for a girl, bro. This nah, is both of them, dog. So, so you guys called it? No, I called it. Yeah, you said it, Senzo. No, you're right. This one says, you know what? Whoever it is. Plus now, uh, the one yesterday we had the cap on, but now look at the that that haircut, Senzo. It's the one with the fade. It's a slight fade. The curly hair. You know what he looks like? You know what Lando looks like him. You know, think of those movies where the prince and princesses and whatever. This is the prince you hate in the movie who is with the beautiful princess and she feels trapped. He's that guy right now. You know what he looks like? He looks like Alistair Cook. That jawline of like royal. It looks royal and I'm rich and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm over all of you guys. Shout out to Lando Norris for trolling the whole internet. This is a troll, bro. Yeah. This is a troll. <laughs> What a bugger. All right. What else we got? Shout out to Lando. Oh, yes. Um, yes. So, according to Forbes magazine, uh-huh. John Hinckley. Mm-hmm. You know John Hinckley? Yep. 
guy who attempted to assassinate uh, President Reagan. Yeah. He won his unconditional release. How old is he now? Um, good question. I actually got no idea. John Hinckley is now... So is he out? Yeah. Uh, unconditional release. What are you talking... What? Do, where does this guy live? Where, where, where do you go and live? Where, where the FBI don't make your life a nightmare? But like, dog, how do you go from... Like, I'm also... My mind is blown. No, where, where does he... Where does John Hinckley move to where... Where, where he can live... Because, you know, you know, listen, America, make no mistake, is a nanny state. Yeah. The FBI are everywhere, all the time. Yeah. He, he, it'll be better for him in jail. Honestly. Because I, I don't think he's going to last. Someone's going to come for him. Do you think he's still got his criminal connections? Like, although maybe he, wasn't, he, was a, he, he did a one-off eh, just as, by himself. Yeah. So he's a bit of a loner. Jesus, bro. Like, what does he do? That's messy. You know what he does? Because it's the time of content now. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. And do you know he will kill it? If Alex Jones You're killed what? it. Oh, okay. Bad pun. All right. Let's. <laughs> Although he didn't. He didn't actually kill. Yeah. Now uh, he will now. Dude, he'll. Th- that's the move, right? James, oh, yeah. you're in content. You're moving. You're grooving. Not sure if you know who uh, John Hinckley is. He's a, he's a guy who tried to do something terrible to the American state, kill the president. Um, not so good. Not so good to do that in case you didn't know Jimbo. But uh, if you're this guy, right? So, John Hinckley, he's just come out of jail. Let's draw out the content map. I mean, obviously, you do content, right? Well, what do you do? Start off with a podcast. No, I, I think you're thinking too small. Right? Go ahead. Because, so I noticed the other night, Netflix is actually open to doing many weird things. No, they've got lots of money, yeah. Um, so, I rate, go for a Netflix series, like a Netflix tell-all. Yeah. Rake in the big bucks from there. But don't tell all. So say it's a tell-all, but don't tell-all. Then after the Netflix, once you got that hype, because you know how hypey Netflix series can get, right? You do that. After the Netflix, you launch a podcast. Uh, after, the, after the Netflix, do you, do you write a book? or not? Do, do you go and ask the Reagan family to come and like, be in the Netflix thing? Wait, wait, hang on, question. Does anybody know how old he is? How much time are we working with here? Um, let me find. Yeah, it's, it's a good question. But but okay. But while we find that out, is Jimbo, do you do you if you're Hinkley now, do you go to? Because what you have to do is um, first and foremost, you do the the like fake apology for the lives I yeah. hurt. Blah blah uh-huh. blah. Right. He's yeah. sixty six years old. Sixty six. This guy's oh. gonna live forever. He's still got enough like <laughs> ten years of good life. <laughs> 67 no Jim. Yeah, but he's, st- he's still in prison for now they're going to release him next year in june okay but, so 67 so. he comes out and he's prison 67 so that's real life 55 because he's probably been eating all of the weights in the world right yeah yeah, yeah. dude that guy's gonna live oh m- trilogy uh, james you were thinking small i was thinking small. Trili- dude, so trilogy approach warner brothers but w- what do you do trilogy while they doing the second movie you do you do a book tour you do a book mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. book tour mm-hmm. uh big apology um but my thing is do you get the reagans to be on the yes. netflix special because that's the clickbait that's where you want to be because like, that's the thing where you can make 83 but million which reagans promos because nancy for... reagan didn't nancy reagan die no 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 but i mean the, like you, you know the how children you know how the legacy families are in america uh... yeah like you get the kids on and and you know what americans will do immediately they're so brilliant at this They'll, the kids will make it about themselves yeah. Like, yeah, we suffer. Like, they probably weren't born then, some mm-hmm. of the grandkids or whatever, but they'll, they'll know there's lots of money to be made here, and they'll come in and 
we heard this. I was, I remember being six months and even, you know what I mean? Like they'll make it a full story. And, and so, that, that's the clickbait also because you can make 68 million promos yeah. and have about 37 title cards throughout. And it just says like meeting for the first time since he attempted to, wait, did he actually pull off? No, 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 he, no, he tried. He tried, but Ronald Reagan said, not today, geez. So you can be like, meeting for the first time since he attempted to kill their great-grandfather. The greatest American president in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the the man who tried to bring down democracy. That's how you sell it. And then boom, boom, boom. We're doing maybe a six-part special on YouTube. We're Mm -hmm. selling that, $10 million each one. Mm -hmm. And then trilogy, boom, boom, boom. The last one, it actually turns out it wasn't him. It was his twin brother, and he did the time for him. James, are you kidding me? I I am 100,000. I'm going to buy into it myself. I'm Incredible. not into history, but I'll buy into this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Ronald Reagan. Uh, R.I.P. Ronald Reagan. I, I, I believe he died, what, in the 90s, 80s, late 80s. Uh, R.I.P. No. to the great Ronald Reagan. All right, Senzo, what else we got besides murder and uh, pedophilia? Well, I just want this is This one's for James. This yeah. one's for James. Gold.com posted. You, saw, you guys say um, Jürgen Klopp is, 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 is trapping now. He's a thirst trap. He is. No, 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 no. Watch this photo. Look at this the, photo the of him with this, the aesthetic, the, and he's the, killing it. All right, so we're gonna check out the, the, this aesthetic, as uh, Senzo says. Jurgen Klopp. Oh, he's doing it, boy. He's killing it. Oh my god. He's killing it. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, he's killing it, James. That, are that's you, that's, a, that's an album cover. James, you have something to live for, pal. Look at this. Look that at this guy, James. bro. I've it, never seen. A more icy photo in my How cold life. is that it's photo? Icy, For those who don't know, Jurgen Klopp, I don't know if his marriage is going through problems right now, but he's obviously got the LASIK in the off-season, for those who haven't seen. The beard is looking Kane Riley like it's just, it's too tight right now. And, and now he's got that Sean Connery gray kind of, it's natural, so he's looking like that guy. And has Jurgen lost weight, guys? Yeah. Jurgen's lost weight 100%, as well. 100%, yeah. You can fully expect... Like, I don't wish this for Jürgen, but a 95-year-old friend of mine, Rose, a uh, shout-out to the mentor of all mentors, uh, old Goldberg down there, uh, one of the greatest human beings I've ever met. But Rose always says, when your partner starts improving themselves like this... You know, they're on the market. So, shout-out to Jürgen Klopp. Uh, we can fully expect him to do a Brendan Rogers where he just comes out with a new lady... Uh, whim, wham, bang. That is incredible. Jurgen Klopp. James, your thoughts immediately on this. Obviously, the iciest photo you've ever seen, but clearly a thirst trap. I mean, come on. When when you said he was going to do a Brandon Rogers, I thought you were going to say he's going to put players' names in an envelope, but then <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't go that direction. Anyway, no, you put ladies' names in an envelope with this photo. Are you joking? Dude, this is... I'm not even joking. Honestly, this is one of the iciest photos. It's bro. even raining, bro. Bro, this is insane. Is this what Jürgen's doing now? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> he used to wear, like, the, the, the sort of baggy clothes and not really care about his appearance. Bro, those pants, they fit his legs. I know it's weird. They fit his legs, bro. No, it's dude, the, raining. it's not weird. Th- this he's, looks... Nah, this, is, this, is, this looks... Everything's where it's supposed to be. Bruh. And he's even wearing the, the, the brand new Adidas kicks because he's sponsored by Adidas. Ah, uh, well, I mean, you're the manager of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one of the greatest managers of your generation, I think. A sporting lifestyle brand will want to get oh, on your well, back. You this guy's unbelievable. The, you know what? The, the the human being in me says thoughts and prayers to his wife. I mean, it's clearly over now because he's he's clearly <laughs> trying to advertise to the market. The, uh, the, this is what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. You have to forgive me, Senzo. Wow. 
That's incredible stuff. Shout out to Jurgen Klopp. Doing it. Doing all of the things. Yeah, man. Hey, you did it. Today we did Kane Riley. We did some of this. Crash, boom, bang. We did everything. R. Kelly. We did uh, First Craft Managers trying to win Premier League titles. everything. James. We're inspiring James to get a better beard as well. Of course. What what are, are are we saving the world right now? Shout out to T Pain. We're talking about uh, you know putting some respect on T Pain's name. Auto tune you know king. You know what it is. A grill. I, I found out today that Weezy has a full time diamond grill. Yeah, man. Hey, is that, is that so? When he drinks, it's not nice. The drink always cold. Drink always cold. Uh, we'll close out with this. Alfred Piri saying T Pain can actually sing without auto tune. The guy is amazing. Well, that's a rumor. Uh, is there any way to confirm that? And this T Pain sings right now. Yeah, where's T Pain now? How, how do we confirm that? Like, just because you're into T-Pain. Reach out to him. You, you, you're on a big-time sports show. I am you? on a big-time sports show. I'm a big-time sports presenter. Shout-out, Senzo. Uh, tomorrow's another 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 day, and I'm really looking forward to that. Great work today, pal. You too, man. James, great work in the back of there, buddy. My name is MKT. Folks, if you're with us for the very first time on YouTube, please do click like. Um, that's the up thumb. Obviously, dislike is the other one. Um, if you don't like the content, I like integrity and honesty. And then if you um, are new and you're checking out the content for the first time, please do click subscribe, hit the bell, and it'll let you know as we go live at 12 uh, midday uh, every single uh, weekday. And we do that uh, sort of, yeah, five days a week. It's what we do. This is what we do for a living. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been an honor. Today's been a gr- Today's been a great day. I was inspired, more inspired by Kane Riley to keep uh, this health and lifestyle thing going. Absolutely incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is MKT. This is the MKT Show. But for now, we are the hell. CliffCentral.com Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs, live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kayele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can.